Hey, y'all, what's up? This your boy, Daz, man, coming at y'all with another episode of the top five dumb, dumb people and moments slash top five dumb quotes by famous people in history, man. Before we start this right now, I want to give a shout out to everybody who continues to support my podcast, The Dead Experience. I appreciate it so much. Also, thank y'all supporting this as well, too, man. Both of them mean a lot to me. And without you guys, I wouldn't be here today. I hope everybody's having a great weekend, spending time with your loved ones, getting your errand done, everything you need to get done and over with, man, before the work week kicks back up in session. Now, enough talk. Let's get to this shit. Now, we'll have a mixture of some new and old topics today, okay? First and foremost, we're going to talk about something that happened recently. Army Sergeant, man, Demarcus Little. Now, I know a lot of y'all heard about this in the news, man. Check it. The Army Sergeant killed his girlfriend because she laughed at him when he professed his love. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, y'all, there's more to this story. So, his girlfriend's body was in a wooded area in Crawford County, Georgia. She was reported missing on Valentine's Day 2020. DeMarcus Little was arrested and charged with the murder days later. Now it gets deeper, y'all. Text messages between the two showed that his girlfriend was trying to get away from the relationship for a while. But this man had the nerve to say that her boyfriend tried to commit suicide. So she had no choice but to continue talking to him. Now, if this ain't some guilt tripping shit right here, man. First and foremost, man. It's embarrassing that she did laugh at him when he professed his love to her. Nobody likes rejection, but you don't go and kill somebody because of this shit. Like, we all as human beings go through getting rejected for a lot of things for different reasons, man. But it does never, it should never, never, ever reach this level of taking somebody's life. Now, continuing this about this topic... She continued talking to him. Like I said, one of DeMarcus's friends, now we're in court, testified that DeMarcus' girlfriend, like he's his, his, his friend, confessed to the courts that DeMarcus told him that he killed his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. He strangled her, y'all. DeMarcus Little just strangled his girlfriend on Valentine's Day, bro. This is what his friend said in court, that DeMarcus... Confessed to him. Now, this shit is just crazy to me, man. Like, we have enough senseless violence throughout freak, not just American history, just history in general. And this is a prime example that this situation should have never went left like this, man. Like, if she didn't like him, she should have said so. Now, it does not take away from the fact that that this man took her life away. It should have never got this serious. Was his feelings hurt at the time? Sure it was. He probably had it all sorted out, planned out for Valentine's Day. He was going to take the next step, like most people in relationships do. I get it, but 
it's no excuse to kill a woman. Nobody should die on any level. No, 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 no. DeMarcus Little, reason why you're on this dumb, dumb people and moments list is because it's quite simple, my man. <clears throat> Did you not think somebody was going to find her body in the woods eventually? <clears throat> and you got some terrible friends who snitched on you in court. Now, of course, like I said, this, this shit would have never got to this level. No court, none of this shit would have happened if he would just explain to how he felt to the girlfriend after the reaction. Yeah, it's quite embarrassing. And you sh he should have never guilt-tripped the girlfriend and, and by saying he's going to commit suicide. Like, who does that shit just to keep her around to guilt trip her? Like, I, I don't fucking know, man. This shit is out of control. Rest in peace to his girlfriend. And I'm sorry, DeMarcus, man. Like, I pray. I pray, man. You get the help that you, you need because... No sane person does some shit like this. This is some vile shit, man. It's it's really sad. Now, moving on to the next topic. This happened real recent. This involves baseball. A minor leaguer, now former minor leaguer, Brett Netzer. This clown right here. He was a minor leaguer for the Boston Red Sox. He didn't really do much shit in the minor leagues, nothing. He wasn't, like, really on the radar of this going up through the ranks to get into the majors. But that's not neither here or there. The point of this is he recently sent out multiple tweets, including the following. Admitting that he is racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic messages. First and foremost, do you not know the climate we live in? This is 2022. What the fuck? This is bad anytime. But there's social media now. Like, what are you thinking? So this this was brought up because somebody called him a racist on Twitter. His response to this individual was, and I quote, I am racist. Who the fuck just comes out and says they are racist? Really now? Oh, really? This is not the 50s and 60s. Like, this is shit. Like, all in open. People just do whatever the fuck and say what they want to do. And shit like that. No, we're in a different era, time period, my man. <clears throat> like, we are in a more sensitive place and world now. You can't just say any old thing like you used to. I still can't believe this man came out his face and really said he was racist and he was proud of it. Now he goes on to say, I do sometimes make assumptions based on a person's race, culture and culture, man. <clears throat> and, he said, and then he finished it by saying, glad that it is out the way. Like he was proud to get this off his chest that he was racist. Like what the fuck possessed this man <clears throat> to even come out his face and say he was racist. Now, a lot of people say they blame it on the children for uh, individuals for being racist. No, this goes further back. This falls on the role models they had around them. Whether it's your parents, whether it's your grandparents, cousins, brothers, sisters, whoever that's around you that promotes racism. This shit is unreal. 
naturally the organization let his ass go, of course. Like, come on now. You don't want that negative publicity on you, especially you in the big leagues, man. No organization wants to go through this shit. So, Brett Nessler, I'm sorry, bro. You are a certified clown and needs to go counseling, whatever, classes. We need to do something, man, to educate yourself on racism in the history of the word, man. Like, once again, another idiot, man. Another serious matter, but a dumb dumb at that. Now, let's go back in time a little bit. Back in 1967, in a small town in Ecuador, held a mayor election with right in, <laughs> right in Ballantin. So, an Ecuadorian foot powder company, this no, not an individual, a company, follow me, y'all, got the dumb idea to advertise their foot powder on leaflets. That said, and I quote, vote for Paul Vapes. What? First and foremost, when the election go on, I swore it's between a few people and whoever wins is by majority vote. I get it. And you become the mayor. A lot of politics, a lot of shit goes into it. But what in the hell possessed this foot powder company to promote their shit like they were going, they were running to be mayor of the, the town? Here's the backlash of this shit, y'all. The people in the town thought that ads were for an actual candidate. What? What? This is what I'm saying, bro. This the type of shit that makes me scratch my head. Y'all hear me, right? Y'all hear me scratching my head? This is the type of shit that makes me scratch my head, man. If you're promoting something, right? I get it, man. You're promoting your brand, whatever you got going on. Good, you got to get it out to the public, let people know about it. So they come see, check your shit out, see what it's about. But not in your right damn mind would you put in, like, you're running to be mayor or president. In this case, to be mayor. So the, for the rest of the situation, turns out, so the advertising was a runaway success for the wrong reason. You're supposed to be promoting your brand. Not to be a mayor. So by the end of this whole situation, the foot powder got elected mayor. What? How does the company get elected to be mayor? One motherfucker is the individual that should be mayor of the town. Not a company. And most, first of all, my most important question in this situation, the people who are voting, how did you not know this was a company, not a person? Oh my God, man. This is some tomfoolery shit on another level. This is what I always say to people. Always read something before, read or think shit out before you say it or do, man. Because eight out of 10 times when you don't do these things, this when shit goes left. And now we had this situation in 1967. A company running a town instead of a person. Oh my goodness, man. Let's let's just move along, man. That shit was unreal. Number four topic right here. We're going to talk about the King James Version of the Bible. Now, this is one of the more pop popular <coughs> versions of the Bible in history, man. A lot of people love it. So, check it. The King James Version of the Bible is historically known as the People's Bible, like I'm saying. 
But an ill-fated 1631 edition of the King James Bible contained a dumb printing error that must have freaked people out. Now, with not just the Bible, when you read anything, anything, when somebody writes something, you expect it to be perfect. You expect a person to proofread it before they release it. So there's no grammatical errors or anything of the sort. So this is what happened, man. So the seventh commandment should have read, and I quote, thou should not commit adultery, but the not was omitted. Okay. The printers live, the printers lives, I'm sorry, the printers lives were ruined and great efforts were taken to destroy all copies of the so-called wicked Bible. That's, that's what people call this, the wicked Bible, because the, the air of the word not in this sentence was put in and it shouldn't have been. So 10 copies of the wicked Bible still exist. That's the crazy part. 10 copies of this wicked Bible still exist. And one sold at an auction in 2015. What? What? You gotta be fucking kidding me, man. You gotta be. People, person still who did this release this Bible. Still, even with all the controversy behind this situation, they still released it. Obviously, it was a money grab for these individual. And it sold at the auction. Like, people, I guarantee you bought this shit just because. They wanted to see for themselves, like, would this 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 error really happen? Or did they just want the Bible just to say, yeah, I bought it at an auction, it's mine, yada, yada, yada. My whole point about the situation is, when you writing something, make sure you proofread the shit from start to finish, man. Proofread it. That way you don't get clowned, man. Make sure you proofread the shit, man, from front to back. Now... Next topic at hand, we're going to talk about Ulysses S. Grant. Now, we talked about this man a few times back early on in this series, but now we're going to talk about him for a different reason. He loved his future wife so much, it was borderline deafening. Yes, I said a crazy word. It was borderline crazy. That's what it really means. When her pet canary died, this man made a small coffin and painted it yellow. That's cool. I love it. I love the sentiment. I love he really cared about his wife and the canary, man. Now, that's awesome. That's being a very supportive husband. That's not the laughing matter of this situation. Check it. This man made eight of his fellow military officers show up at her house where they conducted a funeral service for the canary. There's not one with the funeral. My problem is, why did you have to, the nerve to call eight military officers to come to your house for this funeral? The funeral should have just been private between you and your wife, man. That's a very private moment, man. Your wife really loved this canary, man. I'm glad that you took the time to put the funeral together and make the coffin and all that stuff. But it's very unnecessary to have... Eight military officers just to come to this funeral and it should have just been between you and your wife. I'm just saying, man. This is like the equivalent of somebody doing something that's it's, it's very important and very private and meaningful and doing it for the gram. 
This is well before Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and all that shit that exists today, man. That's like putting on like, oh, I want everybody to feel sorry for me. This, that, and the third. No. No, Mr. Grant. God bless your soul, man. It should just stay between you and your wife. That's it. You need, you don't need everybody to know about this shit. If you want to tell another person to come, okay, you don't, it's just, it's too over the top. It should just stay between you and your wife. Point blank, period. Now, like I said, last week we introduced a new part of the series with this situation. You know, for a while, it's been the top five dumb, dumb people moments in history. But now we got the top five dumb quotes by famous people in history. So let's get into that shit. First and foremost, our first individual is well known in not music, but just around the world. Mariah Carey, man. She has so many number one hits, songs, albums, so many awards, man. So much accolades, man. It's not even funny, man. It would take me forever to name them all. But this woman right here had to nerve to say this shit. And I quote, whenever I watch TV and see the people starving. See, no, 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 let me say it again. When she sees those poor starving kids all over the world, I can't help but cry. Okay. It hurts me to see kids who don't have any food, any clothes, any shoes, or don't have a roof over their head. It's it's very it's very sad, man. It really is. This is not the part I'm getting on her about, man. That's why they have all these different um, charities around the world to help kids live a better life, man. I'm all about it. But she goes on to say, I mean, I love to be skinny like that, but not with all those flies and dead and stuff. What? What? Why would you put yourself in this predicament, in this situation that has nothing to do with you? Why are you worried about your your figure? This has to do with kids who don't have shit. This has nothing to do with you. You live in a different type of lifestyle than these kids, man. They wish they had one-tenth of what you had. This quote wasn't recent. This was a long time ago, y'all. But obviously, I know she thought about and felt terrible about saying this shit, man. It's like, come on now. This is just being very, it's very selfish, man. Very selfish to me. And I hope that she, the guy that she sent some money to some, some all, not all, but some of these charities, man, to help these kids out, man. Because Lord Jesus, man. Uh, another, y'all hear me doing another head scratching situation, man. This goes back to you think before you speak, man. And when you don't think before you speak, shit like this happens, man. God bless them children over there. Next individual, Chuck Nevy. Now, this man, for you casual fans, used to play basketball back in the day. He was seven foot five, played for the Bulls, Houston Lakers, man. He played for the LA Lakers. Now, he's mostly known for his height more than his game. So, this is what this man had to say. My sister's expecting a baby. I don't know if I'm going to be an uncle or aunt. Flag! 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 Hello, last time I checked, you were a man, so obviously you're going to be an uncle. Unless you had other ideas to be a woman. Now, whatever people do with their lives is their business. But obviously, you're a man in this situation. You're going to be an uncle, not an aunt. 
Was this man drunk when he said this? Was he still sleepy? I can understand if he was sleepy or tired, whatever it may be the case. But you're a man. Damn it. You're going to be an uncle. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> what are people doing? What runs through a person's mind to think this way? Well, am I going to be an uncle or aunt? What? What? Obviously, duh, you're going to be an uncle. Chuck Nevy, God bless your soul, man. Next individual, we're going to talk about George Gobell. We're going to talk about Mr. Joe's Gobell. Now, he was an actor between the 1910s and 20s, man. He starred in some stuff. One called Ellie. Another, he starred in The Red Skeleton Hour. He starred in another movie called I Married a Woman. Um, this is from my old school people right here, man. This is well before my time. I just wanted to give a little background on him. So this man had the nerve to say, if it weren't for electricity, we all love to be watching television by candlelight. What? What? First and foremost, without electricity, you can't watch TV. Yeah, you can have candlelight, but you can't watch the shit without electricity. What? 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 Thomas Edison got rolling in the grave. This is well before that. Like, what? You can't watch TV without electricity, man. Come on. It's nice to have a candlelight. You know, you're just relaxing, reading something. That's nice and all. But you need electricity to watch TV. That's my whole point. What was going through George's mind, y'all? What was going through his mind when he said this shit? Oh, Lord. Lord, help me. Lord, help me, man, with these individuals. <sighs> Next individual, man, we got to talk about Lou Duval. This individual right here was a boxer, training, manager, and promoted over 19 champions in his time, man, in the pro sport of boxing. So he's well-known. He's well-known out here, man. And uh, <laughs> but he made the mistake of saying this quote. He says, talking about himself, he's a guy who gets up at six o'clock in the morning, regardless of what time it is. What? Time out, time out. These two things have they don't don't even relate to each other. Six o'clock in the morning. You're talking about Pacific time. That's when you're getting up. Then you say regardless of what time it is. Which time, which one is it, Lou? Is it 6 o'clock or another time? Is it 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning? Which one is it? Specify. These things are two different things. They, topics. They don't go along with each other. Oh, man. Lou, you, Lou, you sure you weren't sleepy this morning? You sure you didn't wake up at 5.30 in the morning? You sure it wasn't 4.30 in the morning? Which obviously wasn't 6 o'clock, man, when you said this shit. You got just people, my advice in this particular case, in any time, specify what the hell you're talking about. Because you're going to confuse a lot of motherfuckers. I swear you are. You're going to confuse a lot of people. Now, we got to get to the final person. We got to talk about Dizzy Dean. Now, a little background. This individual right here played baseball. He was a pitcher. He played for the Cardinals, Cubs, and Browns, man. 
This was a long time ago, man. He obviously by the name the Browns, man. St. Louis Cardinals, man. For my casual sports fans, man, y'all know what I'm talking about. But this man had the nerve to say this asinine quote. He says the doctors X-rayed my head and found nothing. Okay. What's your point, sir? Shouldn't you be happy they didn't find nothing? What you want them to find? Some broken bones? Some scar tissue? Some bleeding inside? Like, are you happy? You should be happy. There's there's nothing wrong with them x-raying and they they didn't find nothing. Okay? Or, you can look at this a different situation. They didn't find nothing. Are you you slow? There's nothing. No information running through your brain? Like... What what do you mean, sir? Like, if you're going with the latter and they didn't find nothing wrong that didn't threaten your health, okay, I understand, I get it. But if you mean the sense of they didn't find nothing that you didn't, you weren't intelligent or some shit like that, then we have a problem here. Otherwise, be happy that they didn't find nothing with the X-ray and keep on moving with your life, dizzy. I thought about the shit, made my head dizzy, spinning around like I was part of the movie the Exorcism. Damn it, dizzy. On that note, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Top Five Dumb Dumb People Moment slash Top Five Dumb Quotes by Famous People in History. I'm out, man. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, like I said, for supporting me. And everything without y'all, this whole situation would be nothing. One love.